The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. DJ says he's one of the goats in the arena, and he's Will Simmons. And he's Bruce's one and only friend on the island, Spencer Killy. And welcome back to After Reality. This is the Mixed Bag Podcast here on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy, the numeral four, reality.com. That is where games are live right now for Survivor, for Bachelor in Paradise, for The Challenge. Plenty of time to sign up, play along with your friends, co- colleagues, coworkers, whatever tickles your fancy. And here on the Mixed Bag today, we are talking Survivor. Maybe the best episode of the season. I don't know. Close to it. Um, and challenge for sure the best episode of the season. And and, and a big elimination there in the arena. Uh, plenty to dive into there. Will, that all being said, what is the good word? Yeah. Uh, you know, like we've whittled down some of our shows here. Unfortunately, Big Brother is one of them. But uh, I think we're getting a nice pickup. Challenge definitely was the best episode of the season so far, in my opinion. And Survivor is steadily ramping up to be a solid season now that we've cut some weight here. So Things are good. Things are good. Very good. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. But before we do, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online? Follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe or download them. Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher. And check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Actually, side note, um, I, I don't know. Stitcher apparently is closed up for shop. Um, but we are also now live on the iHeartRadio app or the iHeart app. Um, so uh-huh. a place to listen if uh, that's a place you listen to podcasts. Um, just learned that yesterday. Wow. Uh, so long, Stitcher. Yeah. Didn't, even, uh, didn't know you. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the green dot certainly knew that one. Uh, because, and, and apparently I think Google podcast maybe is closing up for sh- closing up shop as well. So the Android users are in a scramble trying to figure out where they're going to listen to their pods, which uh, that might be iHeart app. That might be Spotify. So we're going to be down to Spotify Apple, Amazon, or iHeartRadio? <laughs> there we are. It, right. I, that's pretty far in the future. Got it. Uh, anyhow, let's talk Survivor 45, Episode 8, an episode titled Following a Dead Horse to Water, which I don't remember anybody saying that in the episode. Uh, you, yes. Uh, Bruce, your buddy Bruce said it. <laughs> my buddy Bruce. I'm, I'm his only friend on the island. I only forgot. friend, dude. Uh, anyhow, last week we saw two teams and two tribals and two people go home. Those being Sifu and then the first juror, Caleb. And meanwhile, uh, the aforementioned Bruce, he's still polarizing. He still exists in this game. And, and it ended up being a big, big Bruce week for us uh, going into this thing. And pretty quickly, we we'll jump right into this blast from the past, the survivor auction. And I was excited for it. I don't know about you. I do not recall this ever being in my, my view of survivor. So, oh. I mean, like when they said when the last one was, I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't think I was watching. So. Yeah, well, you- did, you got back in, I believe, I feel like in like 2017. Right. This was like 2015 was the last one, right? It's wild. It just seems like yesterday, but that's pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, I did like it. I, as soon as I was like, oh, cool. And uh, Bethany and I were like, never seen this. And we're like, this is really fun. It was fun to watch. Yeah. And there, it used to not be this um, pooling of money. I can't remember how they participated in the auction. There, there were different ways to like barter with Jeff. And like you could cut deals and be like, would you take this? Or what if we gave you half of our rice or something for for things? I mean, you see it sometimes from time to time now at end of challenges when people are running on empty and they need something. And it's like, 
would you be willing to negotiate that fishing gear for something else? Right. Uh, yeah, that 40 bamboo tubes, kind of like uh, at the ATM or, mm-hmm. or at the, 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 the pharmacy, if you're in the, the wrong, the wrong, the wrong lane at the pharmacy and or not the ATM, the, the drive-through bank, which I don't even feel like post post COVID. Do they have drive-through banks anymore? Man, they're not very many available. Yeah. I, I haven't been to one. Um, anyhow, they're getting money and D ends up with $900 here. Bruce Ooh. ends up with 80. <laughs> his whole, his, like, I didn't really understand, like, I understand they're collecting money, but I was also like, do you want the most money? Do you need, like, how, I understand like what you would need money wise for this to work. Um, but also Bruce's just way of going about it. I was like, this doesn't seem correct at all. Like I get it. You don't want to run around and stuff, but like you kind of need to compete with the rest of these kids. <laughs> like You yeah. should try a little harder. Well, and then as we saw having a small amount of money wasn't in your favor. All right. But some of these tubes are, are deceiving. Cause like you could pull out a couple hundred dollars in one tube. Yeah. And actually absolutely. Bruce's tube was actually filled with quite a bit of money for one. So his price per tube was probably the best ratio than everyone else's. Yeah. Uh, anyhow, whoever has the most money left at the end loses their vote at tribal which is a pretty significant punishment at this point in time and an incentive also to really spend when you when you get going in the auction and right off the bat kinder spends 360 dollars on pretzels and beer which seemed a little aggressive on item number one but it did have some sentimental value to her i suppose it did um also compared to some other ones like pretzels like at least is filling and it wouldn't hurt your stomach afterwards yeah the beer might cleanse you real quick but um yeah, pretzels will bind it back in. Yeah, definitely not <laughs> not a bad one. Um, you know I love French fries, so I'm probably all in on the fries and Coke. Why was the Coke so small? <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it was a little like like a little whiskey glass full of Coke. Yeah, uh, I'm like I'm like I was like we were like wait is it a mixed drink then is it like a, oh, there was whiskey and Coke for some I was like that's pretty small. But... Yeah, that went for five hundred dollars to Kelly. Yeah, and like brings her pretty much to tears uh, when 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 she when she gets it. I did like her eating style. She like propped up against it like she in a bar. Oh yeah. <laughs> Looking was, at them eating. It, it was very it was very showy. Yeah. And did she get a second thing? Yeah, she did. Uh-huh. She had the margarita and peanut butter and jelly. I mean, she was the most well fed person here. Yeah. Um but yeah, um I want I wanna skip you know you know where I want to skip to. Chocolate milkshake for nine hundred dollars. Yep. And you know how I feel about dairy on the island. Yep. yep. I brought that up explicitly while I was watching this. I'm like, Spencer's going to hate this one. <laughs> like, I don't care how much you love chocolate. That is not a good play. Like, anything other than that. I mean, Emily yeah. got lucky and got a charcuterie plate, which looked fantastic. Which, when you think about everything that was given here, besides the pizza, I think the charcuterie plate is probably the best for you. A little bit of everything. Yeah, I don't disagree. Actually, the peanut butter and jelly and and, and potato chips. Yeah, very pretty butter good. good protein and everything. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, as far as things like you get, the, you get some salty, you get a little bit of you know like a little you know menagerie of of, of taste here. So, yeah. I mean, Katura got giant fish eyes, and then Austin bought them on the secondhand market. Oh God! And fucking ate them too. Or yeah, took, took, a, big, took a big bite. I mean, it was like he was biting an apple trying to eat those. Oh, things. that was tough to watch. That was a big fish. Let's just say that massive, massive. And uh, I mean, Austin does end up getting pizza as well. Michael or not Michael. I, I keep calling Drew Michael because he reminds me of Michael from uh, Big Brother. Brother. Big Brother. Bethany also confused. You knew exactly who I was talking about. Yeah, because Bethany also was like, oh, she's like, why is the guy in Survivor on the new uh, Reindeer Games? And I was like, 
not the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the he he wanted carbs, and I was like, dude, you got a big bowl of candy. That's nothing but carbs. It's all yeah, sugar. but it's but it's bad carbs. It's like the worst carbs. It's yeah. just gonna draw you out. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's gonna be bouncing off the walls for a couple yeah. Of hours. Yeah. Also, you can't take anything with you. You have to eat it there. Did you learned, take right? the toothbrush and toothpaste with you? I wonder. I, is what I was curious about. So, like, yes, I'd be hungry as shit after not getting food. Whatever else was eating, but I bet that toothbrush felt pretty good. I like a good. Toothbrush. And then she got to follow the toothbrush up with handfuls of cake. Yeah, <laughs> boy, those. I mean, like, you think the chocolate cake, the chocolate shake, is bad? This is. <laughs> At least you're getting a little bit more carby stuff with the yeah. chocolate cake, right? That's still gonna blow you out. Yeah, not as bad. Like, as, not as bad as ice cream. Oh, this also makes me wonder. I'm like, this is all happening to them all at the same time. Like, they're, they're probably all like, "Oh crap!" Yeah. And they're like, where where do you go? Like, where do they go? The ocean. Well, you go in the ocean. <laughs> but how far away do you need to go? Yeah. So you're not getting a little backwash from someone else, I mean, or just like how deep do you need to go? Right. Then it comes back on shore. <laughs> oh, That's why I also think like you could also have a hole somewhere. Like, there's maybe a hole somewhere you could just like. Who's on? La- who's on latrine duty? Oh God. Uh, you know it's a thing you know it's a thing yeah we we need to get kenny back on and talk to him i know uh, excrement at at the at the at the camp yeah um anyhow bruce 80 bucks at the end emily was 60 at the end but there are no more items um and bruce does have an idol but he does not have a vote and that maybe puts him in a tough spot but i mean ends up going out and performing well in the immunity comp I, like there's there's a lot of alliances at play i don't know do you have a a favorite alliance or a place where you think like hey that that group seems really solid because it's hard for me to piece together yeah it's tough because like once you hear we know how all girl alliances go like they blister and peel pretty quickly for whatever reason yep. uh i don't know like i i kind of understand why but i don't know why sometimes i'm like this seems like a good idea then it doesn't but emily immediately kind of breaks off of these kind of things pretty quickly i don't think she gets wants to do that but uh the She's reva not alliance, girl not a girl not girl. but like the reva one uh i mean like there's still facts of other groups but like i don't i don't think anyone is super solid outside of like austin and drew uh like i think they're pretty solid bruce is fucking everything up for anyone that's tied to him and like i think julie and uh what's her face first first uh d kendra d d d julie and d seem pretty tight but even that, I think it's still pretty flexible. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's like not big groups that are strictly very aligned at this point. More like yeah. pairs. Yeah, when it, it it oscillates wildly from week to week, and yeah. I, it, it certainly seems like as soon as Bruce is not safe, they're either flushing his idol or voting him out. Yeah. Um, we go to the immunity comp though. One necklace this time. Uh, holding a rope with the weight of these big wooden planks of one third of your pregame body weight. Do, are, do they attach weights on the side? Because like they're all the same wood. I wonder if the poles are like different weights. Like there's certain thickness of wood, of the poles of the bamboo. Yeah, I mean that, they're all the same. that'd be impressive. Or or did you ever make a uh, pinewood derby car? <laughs> did you ever dozen, do? dozen times. <laughs> Remember, you, like you put a weight on the on, on the bottom. Yeah. Like are they attaching weights on there? Trying to trying to yeah get the right thing. I do know. Like at first off, I was like first couple round rungs of this are gonna be. Okay, I could do it. And then, like, once you start seeing that pole, like, almost laying down, it's like, fuck, this is so hard. Yeah, it's it, well, in in one hand, in alternating hands, and then finally you get. I mean, this thing gets down to 
the tail end of the rope with all four of them in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and ends up being uh, Julie and Bruce, the two oldest people there, competing hard. And, and it looked like Julie was right there. She ended up losing it, but I, I'll call it a narrow win for Bruce. Um, beating the likes of Austin and and Jake and and people who I I thought maybe had a little bit more staying power, but Austin used a really unorthodox like backhand grip. Yeah, at the end. I, yeah, I, which is weird because they're not you weren't allowed to like wrap it around your hand. You had to like keep it, but that was like a way to kind of wrap it without. Yeah, ass. but I honestly I, Julie making it this far was pretty impressive, but it also made me think I'm like, how much does she weigh? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like. Not that no, no, no offense, but I'm just like that is pretty heavy. I mean, like I feel like she she's in good shape for her her age too. But I'm like I, I didn't understand how like man she is coming down the bitter end here. This is wild. She's like I'm 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 only holding 35 pounds here. Yeah, like, how much did you weigh? Uh, uh, but Bruce, Bruce, your buddy Bruce, Bruce Almighty finds a way. Old man strength. Absolutely, and I mean, and really, he's he's probably not that old. How old do we think Bruce is? Bruce is probably like barely older than us. I'd say Bruce is maybe our age. I'd say 44, 45. Looking him up right now. And he could be 40, 40 for all of us. He's, he's, he's 47. Okay, just over so us. So he's got a few okay. years over us. And But I mean, if he could not run his mouth, he's actually playing a pretty decent game. But the, the run yeah. of the mouth is, is just killing him. Um, we go back to camp. Kelly and Jake are kind of suffering for being affiliated with Bruce in some way. And like Kelly didn't even want to be affiliated with this guy. He just follows her around. And like, Hey, you're my number one. Yeah. Which, I'm like, can you just please leave me alone, sir? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to be your number one. Um, but this whole dynamic of Kelly and Emily, like talking to Jake, trying to convince them that he should be able to help them and not play a shot in the dark. I'm, and he, I'm like, do you think this guy's an idiot? Maybe they do. I mean, <laughs> Like I think he's a smart guy. He just has a really thick accent. Maybe maybe makes th- people think that he's less smart than he is. Yeah, I think he's pretty sharp. He is an attorney. Um, just happens to live at home. So, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, like he's trying and he's trying his best, which I do appreciate because he's trying to play the game where everyone else is just trying to like grasping at straws at times for these different votes where, uh. Like Drew, Drew is like quietly also playing a good game where he's helping strategize things kind of behind the scenes, which has been pretty impressive because I thought he was going to be out pretty quickly early on based on some of the actions that were happening. Yeah, I mean, Jake like is on front street. Like, hey, I'm looking for an idol. I don't care that you know I'm looking for an idol because I know I'm going home. Yeah, which is what I certainly thought. Uh, it was easy, kind of felt like an easy decision at that point since they all wanted, they were either going to flush out the idol of Bruce next week or get rid of Jake. You know, so it's like, yeah. I, there the right at the, when he went to was started there was a long pause and he went to go give the thing to jeff at the end i was like oh gosh i hope it's bruce's idol that's what i really <laughs> really wanted to happen um although it had been a waste right yeah and so um but drew seems to be the brains behind this kelly thing mm-hmm. which i guess that was just not wanting to take the risk that they missed on jake and then lose one of their numbers accidentally i mean they could have still i mean i guess they did split the vote but they could have split the vote the other way yeah yep. I yeah i thought kelly was probably an easier recruit than jake would be if you were looking to recruit right which is where i see like the all girls alliance not being really aligned again right i mean like there's still more girls and guys out there and she kelly, ended up with kelly would have been a good girl power alliance member right would have been for sure um yeah, I don't know. This is where I'd like to like this weird. We don't understand all the factions of going on here, but 
I also see it as like the girls will look at Kelly as probably a, a hard girl to get out later on too. I mean, like I feel like it's kind of a win in that regard. Um, yeah, she's one of the better competitors for sure. Yeah. Um, but good on Drew, or like good on Jake too. I mean, like he put himself in an awkward position and came down, came down to it. Threw the put the rock. He was going to play rocks. Didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to play rocks last week, right? And yeah. He's he's playing hard, and I mean, he's fairly compelling there at tribal like hey like you bottom people should want me around right um what about his glitches you notice he definitely was losing his train of thought and like kept kind of spacing out like during his when he's talking i mean he's had like three seizures out here right now and like they it didn't get played up very much but watching it was like oh this is kind of uncomfortable like is he about to have an episode here but yeah but let's re- re- what did he get to eat oh he was the cake yeah maybe maybe he was, he was having diabetic seizure from oh, man. from too much sugar oh my god <laughs> um i don't know uh, anyhow i thought he was pretty compelling no idols get played but he does play a shot in the dark doesn't work and first three votes out of the out of the canister are are for him yeah and then one for kelly and she's surprised and then two for kelly and people are real surprised and then like it is like complete shock and awe there yeah or for kelly kendra and katura the they don't know and i i really felt bad for her i usually don't feel that bad for people she stands up and she's like what the hell guys like kendra's sobbing i thought it was maybe one of the saddest exits i've seen on the show yeah it was pretty tough like she was like usually they're like mad or it's like oh i got got and she was just devastated it was sad yep yeah also blindsided i did like her on the show i thought she was a good competitor uh um she yeah but i also see this as a super smart uh move because um now they can go after jake without rocks without a rocket option bruce with an idol they could smoke those two get one of those guys out next week based on the move this week yeah Um, so should be pretty interesting uh so that kind of sets everything up right it's like we still have these targets in front of us the rest of the team group can kind of like do whatever they want to do um because yeah, we'll, go split, be we'll go split the votes on those two guys next week yeah so whatever drew said or did worked out well good for him he should get some points for that yeah i mean did you see jake just sitting there like he didn't even get up when they were started leaving he just sat there mouth agape it was kind of like us when josh beat paul on big brother yeah yeah very true and yep. and i was like and then he got up and walked and he's walking with his torch and his mouth was still hanging open <laughs> like, yeah he's like how am i still here um yeah it's wild also, your last note here, which I totally didn't think about, is that Austin's idol is now fully empowered. Yeah. And, I mean, had Kelly decided to steal a vote here from someone? I mean, yeah. she didn't know it was coming, but then there would have been a 4-4 with a revote. Yep. Pretty yeah. wild. Which she would have lost in the revote because she wouldn't have gotten a vote, and that would have been two votes out of the thing. Yep. Although... They would have known at that point Jake wasn't playing an idol, so they could put all their votes on him if they wanted to, which is probably what would have happened. You think? I think they still would have gone for Kelly. I oh, mean, like, I, I thought I they were only that, not voting Jake because they were worried about the idol. Because if you look at the people that voted for Kelly, Austin, Julie, Emily, and Drew, and D, like, that's, I don't know where, why would any of those would have changed their vote. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Bruce not having his vote and her not stealing a vote. If he had had his vote and she stole the vote, then 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 she stays jake goes probably so although that's making an assumption who bruce's real number one is is it jake or kelly we don't Mm. know we'll never know 
and all crazy uncle bruce probably would have like burned his foot <laughs> yeah but yeah austin now has a full idol and bruce has an idol are there any other idols still at play uh austin bruce does drew have an idol no he helped austin find his austin actually has two now yeah oh yeah you're right austin has two idols and bruce has one those are the only ones at play and everyone except for Jake has their shot in the dark. So anyhow, um, wrap up on Survivor. Remind everybody to check out Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy the normal for reality.com. Play your Survivor fantasy game there. Um, there's enough time to still play. There's still nine players left in the game. If you if you get one going quick, it's a lot of fun. It's a good way to uh, to watch things with your friends and, and play along. Uh, let's shift gears. Let's go to the challenge. And this week on the challenge, we're coming back in after Kylan won his elimination last week in the arena with Huey. Uh, around 13 hours remain on this chaos clock of, of TJ's. Control already felt very chaotic, according to a lot of the cast. So, like, now what? And for me, like, entering this chaos phase just kind of seems like the challenge, right? And not yep. chaos? Yep. Yep. Kind of felt... Felt comfortable, felt like we've been here before. Yeah, it's uh, I'm not sure how chaotic they want this to be, but we did have a pretty kick ass challenge. I thought, um, the this two story semi truck speeding in behind TJ, we're playing this thing called Upside Down World, which they love. They love a challenge on a truck, right? Will they do? Um, They do. I don't, I don't know that this is our best one, but really, like any challenge on a truck is pretty awesome. Yeah, no different element to it for sure. Um, but no, it seems like there's always a strap to a truck or, you know, jumping on a truck. Yeah, or I like jumping truck to truck. Yeah. It just seems more dangerous, even though, like, I'm sure, like, these are super, super safe, fairly safe. Right. <laughs> it's not like rappelling down a waterfall at 60 and 70 years old, respectively, on the Golden Bachelor this week. I was like, these are super safe. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, yeah, I mean, TJ did say we're going to play some of these things as individuals, some of them as pairs, and sometimes as teams, which I don't know about you. I'm excited about because I didn't like the way the format was before. Yeah. We're just like coddling each other as a as a massive group. Yeah, I, it's, you know, this felt like more of a normal challenge, but I did I did appreciate the, the group thing, Um, but I feel like maybe that's better done. Like maybe maybe they start with the end with the group thing, right? Where it's like or middle part of it where they get rid of some people because there's too many people, too much going on. Yeah, or I mean, if they do the group thing, make them like two permanent groups that are playing like against each other, like like we've seen in the past. Like, it's been a while, but you, eh, I guess we, we've done that in in recent years, right? But it's been a while since we had two like big groups going against each other. Yeah. Anyhow, um, he doesn't say if it's men's or women's, which I kind of appreciate because it's could be a pairs elimination, and and I don't like them not knowing right when they go into it. Because you have to play hard if you don't know if you're going in or not. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I mean, all in. Got to got to be ready to go. Yeah, I th- I felt like there were three really solid pairs, and what do I know? Because those didn't end up being the ones to win. <laughs> uh, I thought Ed and Olivia were it was really good. I liked Kylan and Mariah, and I liked James and Narice. And I don't know that e- any of those three did well at all. M- no. may- maybe James and Narice did. A little bit. They got a few. Yeah. I mean, Callum killed it for his team, but Colleen didn't perform at all. 
Mm-hmm. And, and th- this really felt like one of the ones where like the more times you got to watch other people do it, the yeah. it became for you. Yeah, you get your extra time a little more. And which you the timing's tough, right? Because depending on how the propeller's spinning, you might not ever be in the right spot when you get to one of those posts. Right. Or one of the, your it may just be your partner, you may both be in between. And I think that's why we saw so many just heaves of these things which the, the one thing i i really questioned was like when they would throw like 10 of them at a time i'm like that's that seems like a waste of rings yeah but i mean and also like if you're not really spreading them out they're all going to fall in the same place like it's not going to do much like you kind of need them to like be spread out as you're dropping them instead of like just dropping them all at once yeah I mean, uh, I guess, but also uh, i guess if you're aiming for the target not the pole it's not a bad yeah. idea see how many of them you can land on the target it wasn't said if it had to be entirely on the target it just needs to be on the that color part um I mean, I also feel like based on your weight and size, when your spinning would kind of happen to, right? I don't think everybody's spinning at the same rotation and timing, right? I mean, like, it's got to be based on something like that. Yeah, I, I thought it was mechanical. Right, but I, I feel, still feel like that mechanical, like, if you're 6'5 and 200, 200 pounds, right? Like, in, or now you're 5'10 and, like, 180 pounds, like, it can't be the exact same, right? Probably not, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know how rigid the, the motor was on it. Yeah. Uh, anyhow we get through this thing and tj pretty much says like the winners were head and shoulders Corey and raven i mean for both of these guys it's out of the doghouse and into the penthouse because they've they've been at risk uh in the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks but then i guess it gets a little chaotic from there when tj says like winners come join me i have power for you and you need to immediately make a decision which i didn't think about it at the time but we saw a little later on, like the cards are on the table for Corey. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to put Callum or Emmanuel or Jay in, but like you're not entirely aligned with U.S. people, that's for sure. Yeah, I I didn't really understand this at all, but at the same time, like it is pretty tough to be put in this position, and uh, it, it's a it's a partner decision too. I mean, like Corey can pick somebody, but Raven has to also agree. Um, I don't think she put much of a fight, if I recall, <laughs> with this, though. Asaf is the American team, right? I don't think so. Theoretical? I can't remember what... He's from an American show, I'm pretty sure. Is he? I don't... I oh, don't... maybe so. Maybe he's like American Ninja Warrior or something like that. Something like something like that, but but he's not from America. I mean, like, well, maybe maybe he lives here now, but, like, I thought he was from another country altogether. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I'll have to deep, deep dive. I can't remember what his background was, but anyhow... um. He made it sound like he and Corey were like homeboys from like I know. back in the day, but like after they fight a little bit here after him getting put in, yeah, he's like, dude, I met you last week, two weeks, yeah, ago. like two weeks ago. Which I'm like, th- so I was talking to a fellow uh, listener of the show, Michael Epolito, about this morning because he's like, why is Corey like whatever like Corey in this awesome thing? And I'm like, I feel like there's a lot of fake um, drama here, like fake, just like oh yeah, it's like fake, just a lot of fakeness with these some of these teams because we don't really know who the alliances are, right? There's so many people that are like working with pairs and teams and groups and countries, but it's not like really clear on who's where at any point. Um, I feel like this is like fake outrage too, just like oh I'm your friend, I'm your friend, you should know better. But I'm like, are you friends? Like I don't feel like we know anything about this, so like yeah. I'm not buying it. I feel like there's a lot of fake outrage this time. Too many people, not enough tight knit groups here. Everyone's still trying to figure it out. So I don't, I didn't really buy us off. So like we're friends. Yeah. Like I don't know you to know each other. Yeah. I mean, then we learned that like, Hey, everybody go else, go back to the house, deliberate, pick someone else, which we kind of knew it was going to be 
versus one of the champs this week, right? Yeah. But so I was like, oh, how's that going to work? And and I and we'll get to it. But like, how's that going to work? Like, why do we need two of them? Uh, so they go deliberate, and we kind of know where to, uh, Corey stands, and like, kind of away from the game. I mean, like Michelle, she's pissed at Corey because like she's worried that like there's going to be this twist of it being a partner's thing, and she was paired up with Asaf. And I mean, she ends up getting Corey to cry. Like, like I, she, I mean, she's so neurotic. She always is, right? Yeah. And and all the more so, but like really putting it on other people now, and to where like Corey's now, like, oh gosh, like he's going to be playing the game differently now. I would think trying to think of every little possible nuance that might come out and he, and michelle's recreated a new uh um disciple here who's gonna gonna play that way i don't know yeah uh, michelle 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 rochelle 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 yeah. i don't know i, I said know. my one thing tonight about her last week so i'm, I'm done you did you did <laughs> uh yeah i like I, she's good at narrating the show she's a quality opponent and player in this game but somehow she's a part of everything that happens in this house at all times yeah. It's just like, what are we doing? Who is she also to... acts like a vet, which she's more of a vet than some of these people, but she hasn't won anything on here yet. Much like a fessy type mentality. Yeah, she shouldn't have ever won anything in her life. Uh, okay. Here uh, we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, who did Horacio date on this thing last year? Or did he have a girl back home or something? Uh, I don't think really. I think he and Michelle might have, right? Yeah. We're, I don't know. Or is it somebody else? But like, he, he, he didn't really go far with it. He wasn't with Norris then, was he? Yeah. No, like that's no. new this year. Like that, they're flirting. Apparently, like I mean, Jay has warned us. Like she's a party girl, which I don't think we knew that. Yeah, I feel like she was yeah. in a relationship with someone last season, and I'm and I'm drawing a blank on on who. But uh, anyhow, we land with Asaf asking for Kieran. He, I want the smartest, fastest, and strongest guy to go against. And turns out Jay and Asaf are actual real friends and like hang out on a weekly basis. I, and we we start foreshadowing a little Jordan, and which I kind of heard before I watched that Jordan was going to be the guy this week. And it looked like the house was going to go Emmanuel because he was attached to Berna, I think, and and put him in. But then it, it flips real quick, and Kieran gets nine votes, just all the Americans falling in line, uh, which was interesting. Like if they had had to go head to head, that would have been a, a tough matchup. I I feel like. Yeah, I also thought. Kieran was a good candidate altogether. I feel like he's one of the better, well-rounded players. You know, he's pretty, he's very smart, strategic, and athletic. So, um, yeah, I thought it was a bad draw for him, though. I, I felt like this week they could have put some numbers on somebody else, but yeah. Yeah, we get to the arena, and felt like Ric Flair was there. If you want to, you had the the best. If you want to be the best, um, and enter Jordan, the reigning world champ, nine seasons, six finals four titles and you called it i think if jordan wins he gets their money yeah i thought it was an awesome twist i'm like because it's either the money just goes away but i'm like awesome incentivize the you know challenger here to to win more than just for pride right yeah you're not gonna get you're not gonna get many Derek kaczynski's coming in and trying to just kill himself to beat joss in a pole wrestle for no reason other than pride Yeah. yeah yeah um this draw i can't wait to see where how it goes because we have three poles. One is Asaf and one is Kieran, but there's another one. What do you think the other one could be? I feel like somebody else's name on it. That's what I thought. Or like you choose or something like that. Like Jordan's choice? 
something like that. Yeah, there's a, definitely a, a wild card where it's like dealer's choice. Yeah, one is like one of those two or anyone. That's where that's where I think it's got to be pretty broad because it's like like you can't have like unless they have one per event, right? It's gonna have to like kind of rotate. So I feel like it's gonna be something general, like you know, pick pick a competitor or like you know, take yourself down or something like that. Yeah, or or it's oh oh yeah, I, I see swap spots with someone right right to put oh that oh, i see where you're going now and i like that so hey it, i've already already got one of these guesses right so far this season yeah. with the asaf <laughs> pulls pulls the pulls the the hammer and it says essentially house guest choice right and they're like cool i get to choose who jordan's gonna face awesome right. here well, we go like like the last time we did this they were pulling swords right which is like these giant ass swords and one of them says you're safe right right and that's the one you want if not Dag- you're going daggers out. daggers yeah so, oh, I, I there's a lot of layers here. I, I like this and what it could possibly be. Potentially, could be even more fun if it was like it was champion's choice. Right. That's thing. That's what I'm saying. It, it could be something as open as that, where it's like just given the opportunity for it's like you're safe and like DJ has to explain it. Like, hey, you're safe. Somebody else comes down here, or the person normally goes up, or challenger picks, you pick, audience picks, something. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I can't wait for that to happen. I hope it happens soon. <laughs> And, like we'll and, I, and, I, and I love getting to see the flashback of Jordan flipping all the skulls because um, that's an yeah. iconic moment, even though that sent him home. Yeah, we were watching with a friend who's watched some of the challenges over the past, but not a ton. And uh, you're having to explain. Well, we kind of explained it. And they actually, as I'm explaining it, they showed the clip and he was like, oh, that was ballsy. And he's like, and he played Johnny Bananas. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Peak, yeah. peak, peak bananas. Yeah. Uh, got to and got to earn your stripes. Yeah. And I mean, to his credit, he was trying to do that. Uh Anyhow, uh, Kieran is the guy, and Jordan's not only a great athlete, but he's a great strategist, right? I mean, beating Josh in tug-of-war with one hand was all strategy. And the the hammering the railroad ties thing against Zach, that, that was some strategy, but that was a lot of just force of will. But this <laughs> King of Hill thing, King of the Hills thing, he goes and loses the first round, but then realizes that he can just use the clock to his advantage. Wasn't quite sure why he gave up two points right off the bat in in game two. But then he goes on a 5-0 run, which I don't even know how he did. Oh, it's amazing. And was it questionable whether those two points counted? Because he was like, yeah, just let him have those two points. I, don't, I think he was just, he really run. He really stood there and let, him, let Kieran run back and forth. He just stood there. And I was like, he is... He's either saving his energy so he can like bust ass the last few, or he's setting him up to just like embarrass him. Yeah, and I could, and that's when he got real physical. Yeah. Whereas in the third game, it was more, I'm gonna run the clock. It was like it was like running the ball, running the ball, and then letting the play clock run all the way down before running your next play. Yeah. So overall, I thought this was a fun game to watch because it's like back and forth, back and forth. I thought they could have had more lights faster. To where you're literally sprinting and like jumping back and forth, like you're literally coming down the thing and the thing's changing again, right? Like really going balls out back and forth. Yeah. I thought that could have been well, a more fun well, element to it. And they could have, but I, you're meaning like not they they could light up a light before the other one gets pressed. No, no, no. As soon as you press one, another one's popping up. Yeah. Like like it's happening like rapid to where yeah. you're fucking bust, bust, bust. Because but Jordan, that's what Jordan st- was gaming it though, right? Right. Was, because like, it seemed like it was going back and forth anyway. So it was more like it literally was seemed like it was doing this, just ping ponging back and forth. It didn't seem like it was like stuck on one side for too long, right? So yeah. Ultimately, if you get up a couple, you can stay on one side and just pop those and you're kind of done. Um he he fucked Kieran up because Kieran looked lost, especially when he got two nothing. He was kind of like this guy is not trying, and Jordan was like, oh, cool, 
Is that what you think? <laughs> I mean, Jordan was so explosive, and but yeah. the, the strategic part as well, waiting to press the button. Yeah. Uh, although, no, that, yeah, it did get tied there in the in the last in the last we'll call it set. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, let's get this. Kieran's good. I think that's, that's I thought that was a very fair comparison of a player, right? It wasn't yeah. like this big meathead like James would have been terrible in this, right? That guy would have cl- fallen over his little weird running feet. And Jordan was like, it needs somebody like as agile as him. And Kieran's that guy. Horacio would have been good at this, being the soccer player. But oh, to, yeah. Horacio would have been hard, Horacio. hard Horacio. for Jordan. Yeah. Would have been hard. But I think that's, I think Jordan, they've already played against each other before. Like, I feel like they would both know. But Kieran had never been down there. Jordan made a point to say real real challengers are physical in this game where these guys are not like we're not seeing them big challenges coming through where they were like tearing each other up. Jordan's like, fuck that. This is old school. I'm going to run into you. You're going to deal with me. And yeah. Kieran looked lost as soon as that started happening. <laughs> Somewhere along the way, crazy. like early on, I was telling them apart because Jordan was wearing yellow shoes. It got a little confusing. And then he changed shoes. I, I, I think between games or at a stoppage or something like he changed shoes. Then they were both wearing black shoes. Hmm. And he must have been having a grip issue or, or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. it was Kieran's face then said it all. Like he definitely was outmatched and like felt, I feel like he was also pride and embarrassment kind of hit him right there where it's like, crap, I was not ready for this. Yeah. And then you, I mean, he wins, he wins their money, takes the people's money. Kieran leaves crying and, yeah. and then fake Jordan, Emmanuel. Has the nerve to mouth off and like, hey, I want to come down there and face you. Like, all right, big boy. Yeah. Like, earn your stripes. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I kind of forgot about Manuel. He'd also be excellent at this. The guy's real good at these events. He's real quick, very agile. Yeah. Um, I just I think, feel like I just think Horacio is so fast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Jordan, Jordan couldn't get a body on him. He would just run right by him. Right. Or he'd like just step around him like his soccer feet. Right. I mean, just like yeah. just. But people forget how quick Jordan is. Like, he is super quick on his feet, really just agile on what he's doing. I mean, I used to have to ride a bike around Portland, Oregon, trying to find him. <laughs> he would just, like, run and run and run and run and run. The guy's endurance is insane, so. Yeah, he's got he's got stay in power, too, because, uh, I mean, he's not a young pup anymore, but he's still one of the best of the best. Yeah. Now it becomes interesting because, like, cool, is he done? Yeah, or is it, <laughs> I mean, we, we know it's probably going to be somebody new every week, right? But, like, why? Why did that mean? Like, because <laughs> we know what because we know who the cast. No, no, but like, why did why did why can't we have like now we have like a dual competition kind of? I don't know. Like, I, I feel like sitting them home one and done seems odd because TJ also didn't say thanks for coming, Jordan. See you later. Like, it wasn't like it's goodbye. You should I just run, like... run him out, run him out there until he doesn't win. Right. We 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 played King of the Hills here. He played King of the Mountain. Like, I'm I'm yeah. here until you knock me off. Yep. Which would be yeah, great episode like yeah. i feel like this season's been kind of lagging with like some structure and just understanding what's happening this kind of put it all back together so yeah remind everybody to check out fantasy for reality fantasy number four reality.com play your challenge game just like you can play your survivor game and uh, it's a fun way to do it um we, we didn't plan on it but have watched all of winter house and it's pretty fun i mean i, I have a more vested interest because i was there when they were filming it but it's pretty fun i don't know what, what are, you, are you liking winter house yeah it's fun uh, i mean Excuse me. It's uh, you know, like we're not gonna win any awards in the show, but like it's fun. Uh, they keep it lively. There's some interesting dynamics in the house. Um, it's a fun group. Um, there's a couple of things going on there, where I'm like rooting out loud for things. Yeah. Um, well, I'll 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 tell you what they are. And one of them is I'm like I'm like rooting for Danielle not to keep hooking up with Alex because that dude is a freaking creep. He's one of the creepiest people on reality TV. 
Wow. Ever. Like, oh, and, and well, he's creepy and like, I think he's a total dork. Yeah, he's a, kind of a, he's kind of a dork. He's he's not as smooth as he thinks he is. He's not smooth at all. <laughs> he's a good looking dude. And he comes off like, hey, what's up? But like, he's not he's clunky as shit when it comes to delivery. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other is probably pretty predictable. I'm like, Schwartz, can you just make out with yeah. Kate Floody? Um, and and they they did at the very yeah. end of this week's episode in the in the backseat of the we'll call it yeah. the, the Uber, but it's a van. But I'm just like, dude, she obviously likes you and she's great. I like her a lot. She's awesome. I love her on Below Deck. I mean, like, she's awesome. Um, also, you- he's in a weird place. He really is in a weird place. Like, we all know how, like, in his own head he already is. So, like, it's also Tussie's on TV again. Yeah. And, like, it's so many things stacked up against him. But, yeah, I mean, like... I, Especially I don't, at like, that point in time, right? Yeah, like, the reunion hadn't happened yet. His world is in shambles, right? Exactly. Like, he doesn't know what business. I mean, like, this is a, probably a bad time for him to leave town kind of thing. Where it's like, shit needs to get figured out. He's, yeah, he, he probably needed to leave town, though. Physically, mentally, he probably needed to leave town, but like physically, there's so much going on there. Like he probably needed to help, like get stuff together. But whatever, good yeah, timing. I mean, when, when, I, when I talked to him, which was I looked at the calendar like two days after the most recent episode because they put the date on the screen, mm-hmm. um, and he seemed good then. Maybe, maybe, maybe just been hooking up with Katie. So like he maybe he was right. high. Um, but um, the I I just like. You just cheer for him, right? I, I don't know why. Like he's barely I had many problems and th- done a lot of terrible stuff, but you kind of cheer for him. And um, I like Katie too. Um, Katie's below deck med, right? Captain Sandy. Yep. It, which I'm I'm curious if she'll be. They, we need some returners. I did. I saw that we have a new captain for 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 the for the uh, main below deck, uh, and, and that coming at some point in time, and a couple of returners there. But we, we've. I feel like we're losing a lot of our 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 returners that are are regulars uh, on, in the Below Deck franchise. Yeah, which actually, uh, which Below Deck is on right now? I'm I, I should know, but I'm behind. It's Med, right? It's Med, yeah. It's is that is Sandy and is Katie on it? No. Okay, it's just Sandy and a new Chief Stew, or is it, is, is Josiah the Chief Stew? No, it's Toomey from Australia. Okay. Yep. Did I dream up that Josiah was coming back on some show as the Chiefs do? Probably. Okay. I've never heard that. Right. Anyhow, you're <laughs> the below maybe you had maybe you did hear something. I, I haven't heard it. You're the below deck guy. Um, uh, yeah. But no, the so, winter house is fun for sure. I'm really looking forward to summer house because like we're about to have a fucking explosive ass season there. VPR is coming back soon. Like that was soon. We're ne- all these all next year. Or, like, yeah. Well, VPR is in January. Summer house is usually February. Right. I, like, so like. We're we're which is crazy. Thanksgiving is next week, which means December's week a week away. So like we're not far away from these shows, and like I, I feel like it's been a pretty strong run of of Bravo events happening, which yeah. is fun. I'm I'm working on getting caught up on Southern Charm, and I'm oh yeah dedicated to to getting caught up on Salt Lake because I heard something about it uh, yesterday, and and I'm excited to get caught up there. Been focusing on our core shows. But I'm gonna be back on all the Bravo stuff. I'm I'm gonna set a goal for maybe next this time, uh, not next week. We won't have a show because of the holiday. But the the following week, uh, I'm I'm gonna set a goal to be caught up on everything. Look at that, setting goals, setting goals. Okay. I, I, I I gave I gave up on Roni. I didn't start Beverly Hills. I don't know if I will. Um, but but Below Deck, Salt Lake, Southern Charm, Winter House. That's where my Bravo focus is right now. Sounds like you set all your personal OKRs. 
Yeah, there we are. There we are. <laughs> got to got to check them off. Got to check them off. Uh, anything else before we go? No, uh, I think we covered it all. Southern Charm is awesome. You definitely covered that this last episode. And like these last few episodes have been freaking crazy. It's been yeah, fun. I just uh, most recently watched the the very sad Olivia episode. Uh, yes. Olivia, yeah. I was like, oh, this was not the light television that I turned this on for. <laughs> no, no, no. It's pretty sad. And then we got, to, but we did get to see Michael on, on dial in with Patricia, which I I I loved. Of course, of course. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right, get that. out of here. You can follow us on Twitter after reality pod, like the TV, like that reality T after reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at after reality podcast. Subscribe, download them, Spotify, Apple, Google for now, Amazon on iHeartRadio app. Don't forget to check out our website after reality podcast.com. You can find me at IFL over 45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Spencer Kitley on the Twitter at fantasy for reality on both Instagram and Twitter. And until we chat again, we remind you, all is fair, love, war, challenges.